Welcome to the City Edge Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website at cityedgechurch.org.au. We hope that you enjoy this message. Awesome. That was great. Yeah, can we just put our hands together and thank all the dads that were a part of that? Thanks, Pastor Joe. So good. That was brilliant and such a joy to film. I mean, we were in hysterics with James Livingston's little girls. Uh, just so we, we couldn't put everything in there, but there were some funny moments, I've got to tell you. Poor James, he would have been on the, you know, <laughs> up being uh, shown for all he was, I guess, you know. But, uh, but you know, how many know kids just, they tell the truth, don't they? They just speak the truth all the time, which is brilliant. But that was just outstanding. And, uh, you know, I want to say happy Father's Day to all the dads here. Uh, Honour you all. And uh, thank you for the great work you do in society. As that video just showed... The importance of fathers in society. How many know it's important in 2020 uh, that fathers are honoured today? The fathers, that the role that fathers play are honoured, whether that's a natural father, stepfather, foster father, spiritual dads, uh, we want to honour the role of fathers. Now, we know that uh, even for uh, single mums uh, that raise their kids as well, um, we want to honour what God does in the family as well. It, when when mum has to be both kind of, uh, you know, bringing different ways to raise the kids. But how many know I feel that even for a single mum today, it's important to be in a local church because there's father figures and role models that are there that can help their kids to be raised in the ways of God as well. And, uh, you know, I, I love the fact... Uh, of being a dad. I love being a father myself. I consider it a great honor, but I also consider it a great responsibility as well. You know, raising your kids in the ways of God and the society today, you know, it just requires that help from God. Who can agree with that today? And uh, we need His help. We need Him to be with us all the way. Because I know that as fathers, there can be very real pressures uh, in the, the society we live in today. There's real demands on our lives. There's stresses, there's work pressure, there's just pressure in the home sometimes. There's all sorts of different things that can try and, uh, you know, pull you this way and that. And, uh, and even in the midst of real situations and real circumstances, you know, I know that I look out and I see in the life of our church, I see fathers doing an exceptional job, uh, inspiring, you know, to my life as well, watching as you raise your kids in this society today. And, um, you know, I understand today as well that there may be some here this morning in this service that you may not have had a great experience with your own natural father. Uh, maybe it wasn't the best example uh, of a dad. And, but I do want to say this, as Tom shared in that video, uh, that God is a father. He is someone who can be trusted and he can fill that gap in your life. Even if your natural father hasn't been able to do a great job in that area, uh, we know that God can fulfill that role so well and bring healing and restoration to our lives. And uh, how many know he can be trusted as a father? He can be. And I've got two things I want to share today uh, just to encourage us as fathers today. And the first is this, is to lean in. Lean in. You know, something I love to do with my boys and, and my kids, you know, is to take them out on scooter rides and ride their bikes, and uh, they just love it. They enjoy it so much. And I remember when the, when, when the boys were little, uh, and Abby was a baby, you know, we, we were out at Golden Beach, and, uh, you know, Josiah was about four years old, but Riley was about two and a bit, and uh, Josiah's riding on ahead, and Riley was on a little balance bike, and he was, he was a little 
pocket rocket on this thing, and even at two years old. And, uh, and I, I said to the boys, I said, hey, make sure you stay with us, boys. Stay with me. You know, stay on the path. Don't, don't diver. Don't go uh, too far ahead. Just stay with daddy. Stay with daddy. And it's like, yeah, yeah whatever, you know, <laughs> just, you know, just keep on going. And, um, but it, it, would, it was always that constant thing. Hey, stay with dad, stay with mom. Come on, don't go too far away. And I remember both Kate and I, something caught our attention for like less than 30 seconds. We look back and we could see Josiah, but Riley's gone, just completely gone. Like, I'm like, what? I was like, felt like 20 seconds. You know, he was gone. I couldn't find We ran over and said to Josiah, hey, where's Riley? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, he was just riding his bike, you know. And, uh, and, and we're like, Riley, and he, how many know as a parent, you know, that one minute feels like an eternity. Like your heart starts beating and racing. It's like, gosh, where is he? Where is he? And we're looking around like for a minute or two, calling out Riley, you know. And uh, we hear this little voice, little voice in the bush massive big thick bush he's like I'm in here you know and uh it's like what's that I'm in here and it's like he has gone so fast into this bush he was right into the thicket of this bush stuck in there in the branches his little balance bikes hanging on a branch and I'm like buddy you did a good job with this did a great job. Took about five minutes just to get him out of there. I could barely get in there. I don't know how he got in there. And um, got him out and, 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 and just said, hey, buddy, it's important to stay with daddy, isn't it? He's like, yeah, yeah, very important, you know. And then he just shoots off again, you know. And, uh, but I just love that there's such a great picture of this that God can be like that with us, can't he? You know, he can be like that with us. He's like, hey, stay with me. Stay with me. Stay on the path I've laid in front of you. Stay with me. Lean in to me. And I think it's an encouragement as a father today that this is a great key for our lives as men of God is to be able to say, God, one of the best things that we can do as fathers is to make sure that our relationship with God is where it needs to be, that we are leaning into God, that we're hearing His voice, we're, we're, we're allowing Him to lead our lives. We're allowing Him to keep us on the path He has us on. And, uh, and we're, we're staying with Him. We're walking. We're running. We're with Him. And there's such a great key to this as, as men to know that God is a great Father and He is the greatest example we can set our fathering from. There's a great quote from F.F. Bruce. It says this, God is the archetypal Father. All other fatherhood is more or less an imperfect copy of his perfect fatherhood. How incredible is that statement? See, us leaning into God as a father helps us set the pattern in our own lives. He sets the pattern of, of what fathering is meant to be. And he can help us on this journey of walking and raising our kids in the society that we live in. Now, God is a great father. He's actually the best father we can set our model from. You know, Ephesians 1.5 says this, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. That sounds like a dad, doesn't it? 
I just I think it's such a, a cool thing when you when all your kids are around you. Now I think there's some grandfathers here as well. When all the family comes over and the grandkids come over, what an amazing moment that always is. You know, to see the kids around and, and they're around the dinner table and there might be, you know, 30 people in your house and no one can fit and it's super loud. But you know, it's like, oh, this is amazing. This is awesome. But this is kind of what God is saying here. This brought him great pleasure to bring all His people to Himself. It's the Father heart of God, is that God wants to draw people unto Himself. That is, it's like a longing in the Father heart of God to call people unto Himself. God is a Father, and He is the greatest example. And for all of us today, I want to encourage us as men, let's keep leaning into His strength. Let's keep leaning into His Word spoken into our lives. Let's keep leaning into His development of our lives. Now, I know as a father on the journey, I'm not a perfect dad. I'm not. Uh, you know, and I know that I'm a better and improving father because of God because of who He is in my life, because of His sanctifying work, because of His transformational work from the inside out in my life, I can be a better dad to my kids and I can be a better husband to my wife. I know that it's not just because of my own choices, yet I do have to choose to be closer to God and allow Him to lead my life. But I know it's the work of the Holy Spirit in my life. And if I let it, it can help me be better. And I love this as, I, as we lean in, as we lean into who God is, it changes us. It develops us. He is the greatest Father that we can model our lives off as dads today. And I, I want to encourage us. None of us are perfect. None of us always get it right. But I love the fact that we can always come back. Even if we have a day when we didn't get it right, we can always come back and go, God, help me to do it better tomorrow. God, help me to shift those things in my life. You know, I, I made a decision early in being a parent, and uh, I made a decision actually early in being a husband as well, is that, God, I, I never want to stop changing. I never want to stop shifting things in my life and being better. I know at 41, I turned 41 this week, and I don't want to get to a stage in my life where I think, well, that's it. I don't want to change anymore. I don't want to shift anymore. I don't, that's, this is just me, okay? This is just Paul, all right? And I want to make sure that as I grow, that that can help my kids because I'm ever in a place of changing and developing and leaning into God and saying, God, if there's a better way, then help me with that. And that's just me, you know, on my journey. But I want to encourage everybody today. Let's never get to a place where we arrive. It's always been a place where we're learning from the greatest father of all. We're allowing him to speak into our lives. The second thing today as we lean into God is to create, create. How many know environments are being created for our kids all the time? If you've got little kids, you've got teenage kids, it's just environments in 2020. I mean, I know when I was growing up, I mean, the, the only form of media in the house was a little radio that played every now and again and, and the, the one TV, okay? And it, we had color which is great. It was like the one television, our color came in in the, in the 50s, but you know, the, the, this one television in the middle of the house, there was nothing else apart from a scientific calculator when I was 12 years old. Right, that was it. But now we have so many things, so many forms of media that speak into our kids' lives. Now it says this, the latest McCrindle study says this, Generation Z are the most materially endowed 
technological saturated, formally educated generation our world has ever seen. How, how incredible is that? There are so many forms of media, so many things that are speaking into our kids' lives today. And uh, it, it's just so easy sometimes um, for, for our kids just to, you know, put the, the earphones on and just zone out from what's going on. Just to zone into something else, you know, and it's easy for us to do that too, isn't it? You know, we, we, we just live in a different world, in a different culture. And there's so many environments and so many worldviews that are trying to be pushed on our children in society today, trying to create culture, trying to create environments around our kids. Now, as parents, I know that we still want to be the loudest voice in our kids' lives. We still want to try in the midst of the noise sometimes to be the, the, the best voice, the most encouraging voice that is still getting through to them as well. Now, I know it. We, we know it as parents as well. I've got a preteen right now. I know it. I know what it's like when there's, you know, they want to be on their device and they want to, you know, uh, you know and it's like they don't, they don't watch Agro's Cartoon Connection anymore. They're watching YouTube, man. And you've got to monitor this stuff and you've got to check on it. And it's like, what a different generation our kids live in. But I want to tell you today that sometimes it's not just the natural answers that can help these situations. I want to tell you that there are spiritual answers in this that we can use to create great environments for our kids. I want to encourage us today to be men of God and to be fathers that pray over our family. And not just pray to connect with God the Father, but to pray for our kids, to pray for our wives, to pray for the family today. I believe there is a power to this. You know, Jesus in Mark 1.35 says this, before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. What this says to me is that Jesus is God. Yet daily, He chose to pray. Daily, He chose to set a great environment around His life and also set that great environment for others. See, the power of what Jesus was modeling to us is that He chose to lean into the Father so that He could help create great environments for those leaning in on Him. And as fathers, we have a family leaning in on us. And as we lean into God, it helps us to create great environments for our family as they lean in on us and the strength that God gives us to lead and do what we're called to do. Now, we do this as parents together. We're on this journey together. You know, husband and wife, or, you know, even if you're a single mom, God is there in your home. He's helping you. You, you have a great church around you, an incredible youth ministry uh, that helps on the journey of being able to help instill some of the key things in life when we're trying to create a great environment. Because there's some days sometimes, how many know, where you're like, man, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you ever had them? You're like, man, how do I answer this thing? How do I, how do I solve this issue? How do, I, how do I move on this? Man, they're the moments that we need God. We need the wisdom of heaven to say, God, how do we navigate this situation as we help raise our kids and help them to do better in life? And I love that prayer can help set the culture in our homes, set a great environment in our homes. And I want to encourage us, you know, even if you take the, the moment, dads, even if it's 10 15 minutes a day that you're taking to pray over your family. That's awesome. That is so great. Better to have 15 minutes than nothing at all. 
you know, to have something that is instilling over your family. Now, I want to encourage any grandfathers here today, keep praying over your kids. Keep praying over your, 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 your children, your grandchildren, because there's a great legacy of faith in the kingdom of God that you are continually instilling over their lives. We can create great environments spiritually because some things can't be just handled naturally. They have to be handled supernaturally. And prayer is that great power and great anointing of connecting with God and being able to shift things spiritually around our kids' lives. Now, I understand, as I was saying, there's some days when it's full on. There's some days where there can be pressures from work. There can be stresses around our lives. There can be things that can be really, just can put us off, hey, as dads, if I can just be real. And you can come home sometimes and you're just not feeling it. Come on, you're not feeling it. You're just not, oh man, I gotta, you know, I, I've just been exhausted. I've, I've, I've poured myself out. I'm, I've gotta come home. I've gotta keep giving. I've gotta keep sowing out. And there's some days when you just don't feel it. Maybe the pressures are so strong at work. Maybe the financial stress around your life. Maybe just the issues going on in your own world. And you, you can just feel like, man, I'm just not feeling it today. We can all have those days. We can all have those moments, but all the more reason to find God in those moments. All the more reason to lean into God to say, God, even though I feel depleted right now, I feel empty. I don't know if I've got enough, but I know you've got all I need. I know you've got abundance right now to help me in this moment, even in the midst of a lot of pressure, to be able to come and be the best dad I can be. It's not about being a perfect dad, but it's being the best dad that we can be. Because as dads, I know this, is that I know that as I walk into, a, into my home, I know I can set the tone of my home. I know that I have the ability to do that. I can set it either way. And I can walk into that home. And I know some days when I've come home, I might even sit in the car for about five minutes before I come in. And usually I have one of the kids come out and try and scare me on the window because I've stayed too long in the car. But sometimes I'll just wait. I'll just wait in the car. And I'll, I'll debrief the day. And I'll be like, God, I just give this all to you right now. I give it all to you. Because I know that I, I want to go in and I, I want to be the best dad I can. I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't always get it right. But God, whatever's happened at work is work. Whatever's happened in ministry is ministry. Whatever's happened to all those things. But when I walk in those doors, I am their dad and I am Kate's husband. And I'm going to just be the best I can be for them. And there's some days, there's some days when it can be like that. And I want to encourage us in that. We're not always perfect. But when we choose to say, God, I'm here and I'm letting you strengthen me by your spirit. That's what grace is all about. To strengthen us by his spirit to go and do and be the best we can. Even when we don't get it right, because there's been days when I haven't gotten it right. Maybe said a little bit too stronger than I should have. Maybe got a little bit angry in a moment. Maybe, come on, let's be real. Maybe my buttons were pushed a little bit too much because sometimes our kids, man, they know exactly where that button is. It's like, man, I thought I hit that button really well, but you found it, man. You found that button. It was hidden and you pride for it and you found it. But, you know, sometimes we have those days. But we've got to know, hey, even in those moments, we can say, Lord, didn't get it right in that moment but I'm going to be better tomorrow. I'm going to do this better. I'm going to help to create great 
environments. I love this in Acts 16. It talks about Paul and Silas. And uh, I, I actually really love this story because Paul and Silas went to this new community in Philippi to preach the gospel. And it was all well and good. Everyone was okay with them preaching the gospel for a few days until Paul got really fed up by this little girl that was demon-possessed, following him around, calling out stuff to him. And, you know, he turned around and he cast the demon out of her and set her free. Now, the issue was is that in this moment, everyone was okay with them preaching the gospel. But as soon as they cast the demon out of this little, boy, this little girl, set her free from this torment, suddenly her slave masters were out of money. All right? Suddenly the flow of income uh, was stopped in a moment. They shut down what the kingdom of the darkness was doing in one moment. And man, the, the whole marketplace got in an uproar. These men were so upset. Mate, you just stopped our flow of income, uh, you know, in this moment. That what happened is, is that the, the, the Paul and Silas get beat up in the middle of town. They get thrown into prison that night. I mean, they're in there. They're bruised. They're bleeding. They're battered. All right. But I love their response. They chose to worship and pray in the midst of a moment when they had a bad day. They had a hard day. They chose to pray in that moment. It says around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. I love this picture. Because even in a moment when they, they didn't have a great day, they chose to pray. They chose to seek God in that moment. And as they were leaning into God, the supernatural presence of God filled that place and broke the chains off their hands and feet. The prison doors flew open, but it broke the chains off the hands and the feet of every prisoner in that place. See, as I said earlier, when we lean into God, it breaks free and it does, it does something powerful supernaturally for those leaning in on us. See, those prisoners were all listening in. They're all paying attention that night. And sometimes in our homes and in society we live in today, there can be tough moments. But I'm going to tell you, don't let that stop us from being men that pray, from being people that pray and seek God. Because I know a mother's prayer is powerful. i got a mom who prays a lot. It's great, powerful prayers. But there's a power when both parents can pray. And we can set that atmosphere around our kids' lives and help them in the midst of all sorts of things that can pull on their lives today. And I want to encourage us today, we can set that environment. We can create and help create the culture that God wants to build in our home, a culture of faith, hope, and love in our homes. Even when it isn't great, we can still lean in on God. Do you believe that today? Amen. I love if we can all close our eyes this morning. I want to ask if there's anyone here today and you don't know Jesus for yourself. Maybe you've come with a friend or family member. Maybe you found out about the 8 a.m. service here. But I'm just so glad you're here. So glad you could be with us today. And if you've never said a prayer to accept Jesus into your life, I want to encourage you today that in just a few moments we're going to pray this prayer. And you can know God for yourself. I want to tell you today that God knows you. God knows your story. He knows everything that's gone on in your life. He knows everything that's happened in your world. And He loves you. And there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. And today this prayer is about saying, Jesus, I, I know God. I know you, you know me, but, but I want to know you. I want to know God. I want to know you, Jesus. And the power of this prayer is that 
by the Spirit of God, God can become a part of your life, part of your whole journey. Because life is far better done with God than without Him. And today, if you want to say yes to Jesus, I want to encourage you, just, just raise your hand this morning. Eyes are closed across this auditorium. Just lift up your hand and say, I want to say this prayer. I want to say yes to Jesus today. Maybe you want to make a recommitment to, to Jesus today. If that's you, just raise your hand and say, yes, I, I do want to say yes. I want to say this prayer to know Jesus today. That's you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I just pray for everybody that is here. And I pray, God, if there is anyone that's searching for you, that you would help them and, and show them how real you are on this journey of knowing God. And I thank you for that today in Jesus' name. And everyone says... Amen. Why don't we stand to our feet this morning? And uh, what we're going to do is I want to pray for any dads here. I want to pray for any fathers here because as I said earlier, you guys inspire me. I look around this church and I see incredible fathers, incredible grandfathers that just set an amazing example of what a, what a father can be in 2020. And uh, we love you guys. We honor you and we thank you for all that you do as fathers. And I want to pray for you today. So if you're around a father right now, maybe uh, you're within distance of them, just want you to reach your hand before any dads today. And I want you to pray for them today. If your family is there with you, surround with your family, I want you to pray over them right now. So can we pray for them? Let's pray for all the fathers. Lord, I thank you for all the dads today. I thank you for all the fathers would be blessed today, that your anointing would rest on them today, that the blood of Jesus would cover them today. Lord, every father in this place, I thank you right now that your blessing, your grace, your favor will rest upon them. Help them to be the best dads that they can. Help them to be the best fathers that they can be. And Lord, I just thank you right now that Lord, your blessing can rest on the fathers can rest on the dads in this place. Lord, natural fathers, stepfathers, foster fathers, spiritual fathers. I thank you today. Let your anointing be upon them. Lord, for the grandfathers here, they continually set that example. Let the anointing be upon them today. I pray for blessing, Lord, over all the legacy of the family. Lord, let the blessing of God release upon them. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord bless you and keep you. Lord, a blessing over your children's children's children. I release that today in the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody says, amen, amen. Thank you. Let's give God a huge clap today. Thanks, Pastor Nick. Awesome song.